Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you of why you are here listening to us today. If you are investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your 9-to-5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is to be be of service service to to others. others. Business Brothers would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find uh, find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit us at www.seasfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. How much more could I earn if I did what I didn't want to do? What would my life be like if I did it when I didn't want to do it? And if I want to be the highest level in my industry, why haven't I scheduled my free coaching call? You gotta get on that. Make sure you do it. All right, let's get into today's topic. We're going to be talking about the seven-step listing process. So this is uh, geared towards the real estate industry, right? This is for real estate agents. This is for real estate agents. But understand that the the listing process, um, a lot of the core concepts here do apply to other sales jobs. But this is specifically for our real estate people. Right. Remember that uh, I'm a certified real estate coach, a Harris certified real estate coach. So uh, if you find something interesting here, go to our website again, csfirst.com and uh, schedule your free coaching call. You never know. You could turn your entire life around if you know how to be a listing agent. Right. So, you know, our first point here is you must list to last in real estate. Too many times, too often, we have a lot of agents that get burnt out when it comes to real estate. And that's because all they deal with mostly is buyers. Right. Mm-hmm. And buyers, it, you know, it's it, yeah, you can make money in the, in the buying world. But to be a long term real estate agent, to be have a long term successful real estate business, um, you need you need to list and any new agent can list. You don't even have to pay your dues. So you mean that I can be brand new into the business and I don't have to like go through some kind of a process to start listing? No, 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 no. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you go to your broker's office and you ask the agents around there, they're going to tell you you need to pay your dues, but it's probably because they don't want competition in the listing side. Makes sense. So and they had to do it too. So And they had to do it too, but you don't have to. You can start right away being a listing agent. So why would I want to be a listing agent? Well, let's let's think about this. Listings are mental labor, and then working with buyers is physical labor. So what do I mean by that? So when you're, yeah, oh, there you go. I was going to ask. You were going to ask. All right. So working with buyers is physical labor. You physically have to get in the car, drive to the property, show them the property, get in the car, drive to another property, show them the property, show up to open the door for inspections, show Mm -hmm. up for open the door for appraisals. You have to be a lot of places and handle a lot of things. Right. It's physical labor. You actually have to go out and do while on the listing side. It is more of a mental labor, right? You have to know how to negotiate. You have to know how to present. You have to have your skills polished. You have to have your scripts ready to go. So those are the types of things that you need to get done. But you can work with way more listing agents than you can with buyers. With uh, more, with bleh. You can work with way more clients as a listing agent than you can with buyers. Right, right. right. So Would you say that 
most real estate agents are buyer's agents more than they are listing agents? Most, yes. Most agents are buyer heavy and it's because of the, um, the lack of their ability to generate leads and to acquire the skills to become a listing agent. So you go to Zillow, for example, Zillow is going to give you a call as a listing agent. They're going to say, Hey, um, we got this section in your area. It's, you know, X dollars per month and we'll send you all the leads for this area, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, damn well, they're not sending you you're not the only one they're sending. They got a couple agents right, in that area course. that they're sending the leads to. But those are free buyer or those are buyer leads that you can buy. So these are people that are in the market. They're looking for something to buy. These are people who went and did some sort of search and wanted an inquiry about a particular home. Oh, so it could be somebody just screwing around and be like, Oh, let me look on Zillow how much this house is worth. And, and they put their email and in there, it. and that's it. And that's it. And that's not even necessarily a real buyer. No, well, it can be. I mean, it there could are be. people. Yeah, it can be, but, but it could not. But as soon as that lead comes down, it's coming down to you and a couple other people, right? So there's a number of people that are attacking this one lead when, and you're paying for it, mind you. You're paying to have this fe- this frenzy on this particular lead, mm-hmm. right? And uh, not not just that, the person who goes to the website, who goes to Zillow and looks up this uh this listing they know that the person contacting them is not necessarily the listing agent it's a paid for thing they mm-hmm. know this mm-hmm. right? right so so they're not treating you the same way they would as if let's say for example they're driving down the street and they see a sign in the yard mm-hmm. and they want to know about the property and so they you know a good agent will list uh you know like maybe like 1-800 home hotline like i put on my listing signs it's uh-huh. call this number for 24-hour information and a, a person who's driving that neighborhood is actually a better lead than someone who's online because people who drive the neighborhood, they are, they've already decided that this is the area of town I want to be in. This right, street right. is the area I want to be in. Ooh, a house for sale in this area. I'm going to pick up the phone and call. That's one of the highest rated leads. And you don't have to compete with everybody else because your sign is right there in the yard. Mm-hmm. If you want to generate leads on the listing side, put a freaking sign on somebody's yard. In other words, be a listing agent. Be a listing agent. And you okay. can have all the buyer leads you want that way. Right? You don't have to pay for your buyer leads. So basically, the people that are actually looking to buy are going to call you anyway at that point. So you have this uh, pipeline, so to speak, of potential buyers. Right. You don't have to buy your buyer leads. All right. So let's get back to the seven-step listing process, right? So we're talking about the difference between being a listing agent and being a buyer's agent. You can just... With a with a system in place, with a with a thinking about from point A to point B to point C to get the sale done, you can deal with probably about ten listings by yourself. Mm-hmm. Versus if you're working with buyers, you can probably only deal with three, maybe five, if your system is super fine tuned. Right. Right. It's just not enough time in the day to show more than like three to five properties. Exactly. It's tough, right? You yeah. only have so many hours in the day. So being a listing agent, just it requires a little more education, a little more skill, a little more polish, right? Because you, you do got to polish up on those uh, scripts, on those presentation skills. Mm-hmm. You need to have a little more motivation and you, you got to persevere. You're, you're dealing with negotiations here, both when you're trying to get the listing at the beginning, when you're trying to negotiate for commission at the beginning, because in the transaction, the listing agent's the one who gets the commission and he splits here she splits it with the buying side so you're in control on the listing side but it does require that perseverance to push through that negotiation at the beginning it mm-hmm. push through the negotiations through the sale process and get that thing to closing right? so what else do listing agents need to know in order to consistent to consistently generate leads so to consistently generate leads um they do this in uh, in a way that 
the seller trusts and refers them, right? So, so the listing agent can work with more than repeat business. They successfully help uh, colder leads due to the high level of skills and confidence that they end up having. So uh, listing agents, because their skills are so high, they're also going to be the ones who make more money more consistently with less stress. Right. Once you get the skills down necessary to lead, once this seven step listening process is second nature to you, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to take the information, get the get negotiate the best deal for your for your buyer, for your seller up front, get the house on the market, get the house sold and close and do that more repetitiously without having to, you know, go show a bunch of houses. Right. Right. And so so you're going to end up um, these these colder leads that we call them. Right. They're not going to be as cold. It's like we were talking about earlier when you have a sign in the yard. Right. And you have people coming in and asking you about this particular home. You're generating many more leads. So um, they're not uh, they're not cold anymore. They're calling specifically because they want your information. Right. Right. And the house that they pass by. But the other thing that you touched on was that the listing agent knows how to get the seller to trust and also refer them and if you don't know let me tell you referrals are the best way to get new business right and it's because you have a process right this seven step listing process is a system you're 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 not just off the cuff thinking about things on how you're going to do it and it's going to be different for this person you have a system in place and that shows your professionalism that shows that you know exactly what you're doing your seller will see that and they're when they have friends that are in the same situation they're of course going to refer them to you right right now now uh think about i want you to think about this for a second so if you ever look back at pretty much any mistake you've made in life and in business, it's probably because you try to take the easy route. Mm. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the easy route is always where we end up making a mistake. Instead of doing the work that we need to do to get to where we need to go, mm-hmm. if we try to take the shortcut, it usually ends up in problems, right? Sometimes the shortcut works. Right. Sometimes if you're if you're early enough, if you're in the right place at the right time, the shortcut will work. But usually it ends up in the hills have eyes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never so, take a shortcut. So and, and think about what that is. So if you're thinking about that, the shortcut, the easy button in the real estate industry, that's something like buying your leads from Zillow. Right. That's mm-hmm. your that's your way of getting out of doing that thing you didn't want to do, which was to pick up the phone. Right which was to learn the seven step listing process, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. to have a system, which is to be professional. And because you try to, you know, circumvent that and take the easy button, what ends up happening? You maybe get a good lead here and there. You probably get kind of a deal in the works and then mm-hmm. maybe it falls out. Maybe the buyer walks away. Maybe you do close. But what ends up really happening for you, the agent, is you have feast or famine. You're stressed out because you have to close this one deal to make sure all your bills get paid. Right. So when something goes wrong in that deal, even if it's not something major to you, it's major because you're stressed out about having to close that deal. If you're a listing agent, and you have multiple listings and something goes wrong with one, it's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. right? You have other deals in the pipe that are in process of closing. You can take the time and take a step back and take a deep breath mm-hmm. and figure out what the solution is rather than stressing, right? You're going from that feast of famine to from feast of famine to a controlled cash flow environment if you learn to become a good listing agent. Right. You have that consistent uh, business always coming through, always coming, always through. coming through. And that's why being a listing agent is, you know, that's the way to go. And in, in, in the real estate side, you have to be able to systematize something so you can expect what's coming in next month. Make sense. 
Right. It goes back to that magic number that we talked about. It goes back to that magic number, which is part of the uh, real estate treasure map, by the way. And if you do want to get access to that real estate treasure map, which is part of your real estate business plan, so you can become a, you know, a good listing agent and make sure that you are stepping out of that feast and famine and turning your, your real estate practice into a controlled cash flow, consistent cash flow business, then uh, make sure you schedule your free coaching call so we can get somebody on the phone to talk to you a little bit about uh, getting you those treasure maps. And if you do become a coaching client for our real estate Harris club, by the way, you'll get that uh, real estate treasure map for free. Just become just for scheduling your free coaching call. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So the seven P's of a listing agent, it's a uh, profit comes from previewing, pre-qualifying, preparing the PLP, which stands for pre-listing package. We'll talk about that. And a polished professional presentation. It's polished a lot of P's. Presen- pro- polished professional presentation. Wow. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, well, prayer doesn't hurt either, right? Prayer doesn't <laughs> hurt either. So those are the seven P's for being a, can I a give good you the, listing agent. Can I give you the P's that we learned in the Navy? Yeah. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Wow. That's a lot of P's oh, too. Was proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Well, that's true. I mean, but think about that. That's kind of this here too, right? Almost all this is proper planning. You want profit. It does come from previewing, right? Whether you're previewing the property or previewing the home you're going to be listing uh, or previewing a property for sale or previewing the home that you're going to be listing. You're pre-qualifying. You're preparing to be in front of these people, mm-hmm. right? To present to them what it is that they're going to be selling in the best situation possible. You need to know to know their motivation and time frame, mm-hmm. right? And you're preparing your presentation. You're sending the pre-listing package, which is basically a folder with a with it's a proven. Uh, home selling system that gets in front of the client and answers a lot of the basic questions that they're going to have before they even get to you, right? And I mean, if you want that PLP, it's part of the Premier Coaching Program. You can definitely get get involved in that. Schedule your free coaching call. And then the uh, the polished professional presentation that just comes with practice, right? You got to yeah. be able to practice what it is you're going to say, how it is you're going to say it, your scripts and that sort of stuff. And that's where coaching comes in, right? That's where you want to make sure that somebody is there to listen to what you're going to say, to critique it, to help you make it better, to polish it up so that you're ready to go. Exactly right. Yep. All right. Step number one in the seven step listing process is going to be generating the lead, generating the lead that's funny i have the same step one in my 10-step process in insurance oh it makes total sense because you have to start filling the pipe right you have to start filling the pipe remember that the spokes on the wheel the lead generation isn't achieved by one magic silver bullet there's not one way to get this uh lead generation you should have at least five different spokes in your lead generation wheel Mm. right five different ways that you're generating uh leads right um for example you can have one lead generation, which would be holding an open house. Okay. Right? Because oftentimes the people who come to the open house, especially at the very beginning, are the neighbors, right? They oh, see yeah, the sign sure. go up and they come and they're looking at the house. And what are they thinking? They're either curious mm-hmm. or they want to know how much their house can sell for. Exactly. So oftentimes the buyers that show up at your open house are sellers in buyer's clothing right sellers in buyer's clothing so you so that is that is one lead generation source another one can be your marketing or your coming soon marketing scheme right 
you can walk around the neighborhood, pass door flat door hangers out, invite ne- neighbors to come and see an exclusive neighbors only open house, right? You're getting that communication. You're starting to talk to the neighbors out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Another one could be BPOs, right? Broker price opinions. So these are people who are either in default for some way, uh, somewhere, or maybe they're refinancing their house. There, there's something that's going on in that particular home. Um, that is resulting in a bank or someone asking for an opinion, a price opinion in the house. Okay. So that could be a good lead generation source. Could also be an income revenue source, by the way. Then mm-hmm, uh, we, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a number of different ways. Those are just three different ways that we that we can fill up. You should have at least five different spokes that are generating leads for you th- that are going out and you're physically talking to people. Get, using that Ford script, getting to know them so that you can, you know, start filling your pipe with leads, right? So you need to perfect, you need to pur- purify and pursue until you're the best at each spoke. So right away, you're not going to be, it's not going to be the best. You're not going to be the number one person who picks up the phone and talks to for sale by owners and you close every single one, right? You're not going to get good at that on the on the very first call. But it does take your ability to per- persevere, to get out there and do it. Call five Fizbos every day. Call five expires every day. By the way, those are two more lead generation spokes that you can use. So basically, you got to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. And you got to do it at the highest level, right? Always. Picking up the phone is not something I want to really ever do. <laughs> no, I mean, nobody ever says, yay, I'm going to wake up today and call for sale by owners. Nobody wants to do that, but it's the work that you don't want to do. You got to schedule it in your daily basis to do this. This is something that mm-hmm. you're going to do on a day-to-day basis, and you got to do it at the highest level. You don't pick up the phone and like, hey, what's up? You selling your house? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Bye. Like, that is never going to get you anywhere. Nope. Right? You. We have the scripts. It's part of our premier coaching program. The scripts are there. They're, they're, you take advantage of the coaching. The coaching is there for you to perfect these scripts and get yourself going so that, you know, when you do pick up the phone and talk to a for sale by owner, you know exactly what to say. You know exactly what questions to ask to get mm-hmm. them in the direction that you want to go on. And let me just touch on that little point that you made right there. If you're coming to somebody and you are not excited about what you're doing, they're definitely going to sense that. Right. If you are not excited about the service that you can provide to them, because that's exactly what you need to remember is that you are finding a way to be of service to these people there. They have a need and you're finding a way to fill that need. Okay, so if you're not excited about that, you're not going to make anybody else excited about it either. No, exactly. You have to be prepared. You have to be presentable. You have to be professional and you have to have some. You're right. You have to have some energy about it. Absolutely. And that excitement is a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. Absolutely. You can choose to be smiling while you talk on the phone. That's huh? eh, a little weird, right? But it makes a big difference. It really does. It really, it really does. Or you can, you know, hate the fact that you're on the phone. And guess what? The person on the other line is going to know that you hate the fact that you're on the phone. <laughs> they will know. They They'll absolutely sense it. will They'll know. They'll sense it. Right? So, by the way, in, in the prospecting game, when it comes to generating more leads, it usually means... By the way, you're going to have to do more prospecting, more marketing, more lead follow-up than you ever think you need to do. So uh, when you're going down your list, you know, oftentimes we get caught up in the number of phone calls that we're going to make. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make I'm going to make 50 calls today. You know, you dial one, 
voicemail you dial two you talk to somebody they're not home okay you dial three and you finally get a conversation going and then you dial four voicemail you dial five disconnected and then you kind of like start looking at your facebook page mm-hmm. and you start researching the next house and before you know it you know you an hour's gone and you start thinking back oh you know i made my call today okay i'm good but did you really you probably went off the end somewhere, wasted time on some video that your Facebook led you to mm-hmm. or some tweet that, you know, made, and you look back and you actually only made like seven, eight calls in an hour, right? right? Limit those distractions, get more prospecting done on a daily basis, schedule that time, block out that time and generate that lead and you will get to where you want to go, right? And how many, how many leads do you need to, how many people do you need to talk to? What depends on what your magic number is. If your magic number is 10 leads, then you need to talk to at least 10 uh, decision-making people about real estate on a daily basis. You do that, then you'll probably get to the point where you have your 10 listings at any time, which is what we're looking for here, right? So if you make 15 phone calls, 20 phone calls, 30 phone calls, your goal is to get to that 10 decision-making people. Exactly. You've spoken to it's not 10. the number of times you dialed. It's the number of qualified contacts that you've made. That's a really important note. That's a really qualified important distinction. Contacts. It's, it's a very important distinction. It's not just about making the phone call and you know hearing the ring on the other end. It's about who you actually talk to and the contacts that you make. That's an excellent point. And, and if you do that, if you keep that accountability, right, that's where that's where coaching would come in. If you have if you're struggling with the lead generation section, right, if this is the area that you are are not getting where you can't get yourself to make that phone call, then you need to get help. Real estate doesn't have to be feast or famine, right? You, there, there's no need for this roller coaster income in the real estate world. Commit to ending cash spurts, right? Get into cash flow, but it starts with lead generation. It starts with filling that pipe. Very good. All right. Very good. All right. So let's assume you're getting it down. You've digested what we've been saying about generating the lead, right? And uh, the next step, and by the way, these two things are usually where people fall off. Either they're not very good at lead generating, right? Mm-hmm. Where they maybe they only have one spoke. So we need to expand the number of spokes that they have for mm-hmm. lead generation. Or step number two is following up with urgency. Man, didn't we talk about this earlier too? How follow up is the, one of the biggest reasons why why people fail in business? We did. We did. It's because follow up is huge, right? And, and luckily for you, in our, in our premier coaching, we have our 18 lead follow up rules, uh, starting with understanding what urgency is, right? Urgency is not, oh, well, I'll get to that, you know, in a little while. Or, you know what? That's an email lead. I'll call it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right? No, 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 no. Never, ever, ever end the day without following up on 100% of your leads. Never. 100%. 100% of your leads. A lead comes in, whether it's an email, whether it's a text message, whether Mm -hmm. it's a lead that you bought. It doesn't matter what it is. Never end the day without following up on 100% of your leads. So at the very least, what, you want to turn around and make that phone call, right? If they don't answer, you want to be able to leave that voicemail. And if they don't have a voicemail, find a way to reach out to them, text them, email them, do something to reach out and make sure that you follow up. Yes. Right. right. I mean, absolutely. You have your sign out there in front of somebody's yard and you get a phone call or a text message 
I mean, don't think, oh, you know what? That's a buyer. I'm not going to call them back. Buyers, <laughs> buyer leads are <laughs> listing leads in buyer's clothing, right? So when, a, when, when you think it's a buyer who's calling you on your sign, it could be someone looking to get information because they have a house to sell, right? You should call them back right away, you know, especially if you use a, a, a program like 1-800-HOME-HIGHLINE. It's a great program. So mm-hmm. it's like 37 bucks a month, right? It's flat, and you can set up as many 1-800 numbers with an extension. You put a sign on the top of your sign for 24-hour uh, information. Call this number, right? And the nice thing is when they call this number, they have a recording, uh, and the recording is, is basically you talking about the property. In general terms, you know, this, pri- this home is listed in the mid-400s. Right. It's mm-hmm. a three bedroom, two bath, twenty one hundred square feet, whatever, whatever, you know, for more information, call blah, blah, blah and, what, and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is. Right. The the beauty about this, uh, this 24 hour information is they can call anytime they want, but you will right away be alerted with the text message and it'll send you the number that they're calling you from. Right. And the time that they called and. We're talking about furiously fast lead follow-up here. When you get that text message, you call right away. And the funny thing is, when if you do that, by the way, if you do call them right away, the funny part is you're going to be like, hey, this is Hernan with uh, CS First Real Estate. Uh, you know, as a courtesy, when people call on my signs, I like to call them and see if they have any questions. And usually they have a response, something like, Oh, that was fast. I'm, I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at the house right now. Right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm, that. I'm standing in the front yard. And most people are shocked that you called them back, that a real person called them that fast, right? Yeah, and this could be this could be a listing lead right then and there. And right away, what's the first impression you're giving them? You care and you are adamant about being of service to them because Absolutely. you called right away, right? Now you've made an impression on, on and now you've made an impression on them. And what do you do when you call them? You should have a script on what you respond to seller to people who call you on your signs. And guess what? We have that in premier coaching. So, you know, your homework is we're running out of time here for today. So your homework is going to be to go to the website, www.csfirst.com. Click on the free coaching call tab at the very top and enter your information uh, for the free coaching call. Got to understand that If you are a real estate agent and you have been experiencing cash spurts, if your income is on a roller coaster, so where, you know, you're, you're just finding a way to pay the bills and you've never achieved what you got into the business for in the first place, you got into real estate because you wanted to find financial freedom. You were like, I want to be able to have enough income to buy investment properties, Mm -hmm. or I want to have enough income so that I don't have to do my part-time job or my full-time job anymore. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. but somewhere along the way you lose track of that. Well, yeah, because you don't have the system in place to uh, continue to have to, to have continuous cash flow, right? You have that feast or famine. So instead of having that extra money, it's just the money that you actually need to survive. There is no external accountability there for you to get pushed to find that next bill, right? You only find a way to pay the bills that are calling to you where you get an email alert, where you get a bill in the mail, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Some sort of external accountability is calling you. And that's why you just make enough money to pay the things that are holding you accountable. That's why you need coaching. If you want to get out of the roller coaster income, if you want to get into the cash flow system as a real estate agent, it is only up to you. You're the only one stopping yourself from reaching that goal. And coaching is the way to do it. So go to our website again, 
S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com, csfirst.com. Click on the uh, free coaching. And remember, if you do click on the free coaching call, you're going to get um, that real estate treasure map book. You're also going to get the Rich Dad Poor Dad for real estate investors. And there's another book I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, oh, it's I think it's the 18 uh, lead, gener- lead follow-up rules that you're going to get. So make okay. sure you go to the uh, website, again, csfirst.com. <laughs> And click on your free coaching call, or you can follow us on Facebook at CS First or on Twitter at Trades on the Road. Also by email. Also by email. If you have any general questions you want to follow up, turn on at csfirst.com. James at csfirst.com. All right, and that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out.